We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Perspective. Teaching. Conversation. This is Isaiah 61. Over the next half hour, you'll hear why the Lord provided those verses and how they can be used in witnessing, in the church, and in daily life as God's children. Now, here's your host of Isaiah 61 from Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, Pastor Joe Sutton. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. This is uh, Pastor Joe Sutton coming at you live from the uh, Minnesota great family get-together called the State Fair. Uh, I'm trying to let my heart slow down as I was running through the parking lot trying to get here. I see my my guests are, are, are moseying on around here. Today we're going to continue our conversation, uh, just talk about right or being righteous. Being right is not always being righteous. Righteousness is being in right standing with God, and uh, we can be right, but it doesn't necessarily mean we're righteous. Uh, I had the opportunity last week to take uh, one of my seven children off to college. She went down to Florida A&M University. And I was checking her into the dorm, and and I was supposed to go hear a friend of mine preach, and got lost. Thought I was going to Zion AME Church, and it was it was Zion Primitive Baptist Church. And I, anyway, I missed the preaching session, so I stopped at the gas station to get some gas. And and as I was driving back through Georgia, I just asked the Lord. I said, uh, Lord, give me a divine appointment. Just give me a divine appointment. You know, just I don't want my morning to be in vain. I didn't, I didn't miss service. And so I pull into the gas station, and a guy drives into the gas station, and and uh, he's looking for gas. He's he's a down and out, and he wants some gas money. He's about to give me his ID. I said, man, you don't have to give me an ID. I'll give you some money, some, money, some gas. And uh, as we got the gas, we got to talking, and I realized that he was my divine appointment for the day. And uh, so we talked, we shared, uh, we prayed, he cried. Uh, you know, I, I, I made a friend, you know, and uh, th- but the main thing about it was, is we talked about being right. You know, he had done some things, he had made some decisions that he felt were the right decisions, but they were not necessarily the righteous thing to do. Uh, and he wanted to take care of his family and take care of them in a certain way, and it didn't pan out. And so we can be right in our intentions and right and what we want to do, but it's not necessarily mean we're in right, right standing with God. So today I have a couple of visitors. I have uh, somebody from across the water, you know, you know, the, the, what's that place called? It's my favorite place to go to. The Bahamas. The, the Bahamas. <laughs> you got to, you got to hold on to the ha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to hold on to the ha. You know, you say Bahamas, and then I got uh, a, another one. I got half. Another of, one. Uh, yeah, another one. I got half of me, half of me sitting next to me. You know, half Layla Broussard, half Joseph Sutton equals Joseph 
Juice Sutton. So both yes. of these guys are uh, students at Northwestern uh, University. I almost messed up. University of Northwestern. Yeah, University, University of Northwestern. Northwestern. <laughs> yeah, I got almost that new name. I'm used to saying college. And they're athletes. And yes. they're athletes, right? And uh, introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Cameron Mango uh, from the Bahamas. Uh, University of Northwestern, and it's glad to be, I, I'm, I'm just glad to be here right now. So, what sport do you play? I play baseball. Baseball. Yep, baseball. Position. I play right field, and I'm a DH also. Okay. And you, sir? I am Joseph Quotation Juice <laughs> Sutton. Uh, I'm a senior, and I play football. I'm a wide receiver, and also I'm a captain. The captain of the team. Yeah. I, my, my subject the last couple of weeks is uh, being right versus being righteous. You know, there's the right thing to do, and then there's the righteous thing. And righteousness being in right standing with God. And uh, and so sometimes we have to make a decision on being right versus being righteous. You know, we, we could think of some issues in the Bible where uh, the three Hebrew boys, you know, they could have been right and obeyed the king. But mm -hmm. they decided to be righteous mm -hmm. and get thrown into the fire. You know, what I mean? so uh, <laughs> Daniel could have been right and obeyed the king, but he decided to be righteous and therefore got thrown into the lion's den. Uh, yeah. Peter and well, James and Peter, you know, decided to be right and got beat with whips. And you know, <laughs> <laughs> so necessarily being righteous, being being in right standing with God, doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be easy. Right. But you know, you know, you're coming out right, or you can do the right thing. Yep. You know, and, 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 and I'm pretty sure you've been on this earth long enough to know there's sometimes there's choices and decisions that you have to make as an athlete, you know what I mean, that there's the difference between being right and righteous. You know, it's a, you know, you can be right and do what everybody else is doing, mm -hmm. but then you won't play like everybody else is playing. Yep, right. you know? <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> or you or you can be righteous in Coach Tally and Coach Heave's eyes oh, yeah. <laughs> and being right standing with the coach. And, uh, and work out and eat a proper diet and do everything that you need to do and, and, and you get there. So when, I, when I'm looking at, at, at difference of being right, I'm, I'm, this is my text for the day. I'm coming out of Luke chapter 1. And, uh, and in Luke chapter 1, uh, John the Baptist is born, right? Mm -hmm. And when he's born, they name him John. And the people go like, ain't nobody in your family named John. You know, where, 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 where's that name come from? You know what I mean? And, right. and dad can't talk, right? Because, because he didn't believe the word he got from the Lord. He couldn't talk. Yeah. And, and so dad wrote on a piece of paper, you know, his name going to be John. Right. You know what I mean? You know, now it would have been a right thing to do to name him after his father, right? But it, that wasn't the <laughs> righteous thing to do because mm -hmm. God had already ordained what his name was to be. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he could have yielded the pressure you know I mean, and, and named him that. And, you know, but the, the part that the industry most is, is that at the end of it, it says that he waxed strong, but it says that his father raised him in the wilderness. You know, raised him in the wilderness. And the reason why he raised him in the wilderness, because part of that word that he got was that that he would be a voice mm -hmm. crying out in the wilderness. Yeah. So his father raised him according to his purpose. Yep. So mm -hmm. his father did the righteous thing, right? Mm -hmm. Now, 
that would be child abuse today to be raising a brother on some <laughs> some, some locusts, <laughs> For real. Eating, eating grasshopper, <laughs> and, and eat honey. I couldn't yeah. go. Right. I couldn't do it. He no. wasn't gonna get. He wasn't gonna get no Nike swoosh. No. He, he had no camel. Jordan he had camel hair outfits. You know. This, yeah. It, today's Reeboks. Yeah. Today's Reeboks on them little hard leather sandals, yeah. right? You know. He, he wasn't. He wasn't. You know. So so his, his dad had to choose. I'm pretty sure. With that being mama's only child, and yeah. she being old too, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You got you got my baby out in the woods, ticks, right. fleas, you know. <laughs> Not my baby. Right. <laughs> they, I mean, this is a promised child. This is a prophetic child. But he did the righteous thing. Not what was right. He did mm-hmm. the righteous thing. Now, my question to you guys is, in your brief time upon this earth, I know you ain't been here that long, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but can you think of some ways today where you're happy that – your coaches or your parents chose the righteous way as opposed to the right way. You know, if you understand what I'm saying. You know, instead of them doing what everybody else said they should do, they stuck to their guns and raised you according to how God wants you raised. Can I go this way first? Yeah. Um, well, the fact that um, I wanted to be so many things when I was young. Uh, I mean, obviously, athletics was like in my purpose. But I wanted to be like an actor, and I wanted to do all this other stuff at the same time, and I wanted to like draw in so many things. But you guys kept me balanced and realizing, you know, education comes first because like I, to be honest, you and I both know when I was in <laughs> sixth grade, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, like education was not my thing. I'm like I'm about to make it in athletics, and we just about to be cool. Like we finna be eating for everybody, but. Let me just, share this story, though. <laughs> Let me just share this story. We took my son out of public school and put him in a Catholic school because mm. he was so far behind in science. They didn't have a science teacher for two years. So he gets to the high school. Shout out to Benil St. Margaret High School. He gets to the high school, and we look at his grades, and this guy got all A's and B's. So we go to parent-teacher conference and ask them, hey, did y'all do this because he's an athlete? <laughs> Is this a special class that y'all put my son in? I ain't never seen him get A or B, nah. you know. But go ahead. It's, it's true, though. It's the, the work ethic and the the just realizing that, you know, I'm, I wasn't going to be able to function in the environment I was in. And you guys would rather than just keeping me there because I didn't like Benil the first year because it was like, you know, <laughs> none of them were like me. So I was like, man, I want to go to De La Salle. That's where, that's where I wanted to go. But realizing that, like, you know, you knew that that school would put me in the position that I'm in now kind of helped me to grow as the man I am today, as the athlete I am today. And uh, it was weird because I actually ran into my math teacher. He was playing tennis at the school at Northwestern, and then we just started chatting. I kept this dude waiting on accident, <laughs> but we just started chatting about man. Like he's like, you come a long way from freshman year, and I was like, yeah, I have. It's <laughs> and it's just like, and it all it all starts with you know that foundation and that that parenthood, and you know a lot of people don't have that. I mean, like you whipping me in the shape. Just like realizing, like, yo, this is this is a mistake you made when you get older. You know, that's gonna bite you in the butt. And just being that constant reminder, like, yo, you strand, get back on path. You strand, get back on path. And I thought that's really what shaped who I am today. Cam, uh, yeah, I'm I'm really happy that my parents took the righteous way to raise me, because like Juice, like when I was younger, like in 
starting off high school, uh, like seventh through ninth or tenth grade, it wasn't really about academics for me. It was more like just having fun, just playing sports, and just you know being a ladies' man and all of that. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, I'm really glad that my it was it was tough for my parents at a certain point because I was really um, rude at times. But they they stuck to their guns and raised me raised me to be like, the righteous way. So so now I'm really grateful for it because it taught me it taught me about respect and morals and having morals and and every time because I know sometimes I slip back into my old ways and every time I get that I get that voice in the back of my head to tell me that my the CM teachings my parents taught me about about not doing this doing the right thing because at the end of the day it's all about um, God and God and like what what you have to show for yourself when it comes to God. So I really, I'm really glad because of that. And <laughs> it was, it was rough at times. But I really have, I'm really happy that they took the righteous way instead of the, the, the right way and the world's way of raising kids and just, just going with the wave and just going with the flow. So I'm really grateful for that. So, so when you look at athletics, uh, the football season, well, your first game is what next week? Next Saturday. Next Saturday, y'all play St. Olaf. St. Olaf. St. Olaf. What's the score gonna be? Prediction. <laughs> In my mind, <laughs> it's the Lord's will. <laughs> 20, Twenty-four to seven. Twenty-four to seven. Twenty-four to seven is gonna be scored. Yeah, twenty-four to seven. So, and when you look at athletics in both of y'all, like you didn't play playing. How, when did you start playing, Cam? I started playing baseball when I was like. 14, 15. 14, 15 yeah. years old. So, and your, your, your run of athletics coming through, how has that helped you develop the character you feel that helps you in your Christian faith in your walk? The, just sports, the backdrop of sports, what you have to do. Um, it's, it's one of those things where sports is a big platform. Um, a lot of people, especially with football and even baseball, um, just being able to, and I think Northwestern does a really good job of this, is expressing your athletic ability by glorifying God at the same time like everything that we do we do for him like even we have fifth quarter at the end of the game we try to pray with um, the other team and we uh, meet together and we pray before a game and we pray after a game you know and just like we're just encouraging to the players even during the game like we knock them down and we pick them right back up it's just like um, just as Jesus would do I mean Jesus flipped tables too we just flip bodies on defense or and even on offense and just being able to realize like hey at the end of the day this is just a game and we have to grow as brothers and the only way we can do that is through God okay. yeah um, with I, I like to say that especially with baseball like baseball comes really frustrating at times so I think with me having a, a, a background of like a Christian background, I'm guessing, it, it helps me to cope with it because sometimes I just want to give up and just just be like, why am I playing this? And, and I, because it gets frustrating a lot of times. So so what, I just like reflect, like go in my corner and just reflect on, on how far I've came and, and what I'm trying to do and, and, and what purpose I could what purpose I could show while playing baseball and show like the glory of God while playing baseball and show off like what he has done and I just be a like a light to others who who would watch us play because our team we usually we're not the typical baseball team they're like the barking and back and forth and stuff like that so so we just use like our our playing style to minister to people 
And sometimes, sometimes it, it it comes out in a positive way, and sometimes it don't. But but we just hope for it uh, mostly come out in a positive way. Yeah, I guess if you're gonna get your beating, you might as well get it from a nice, good Christian person. <laughs> yeah. right? Amen. Somebody gonna pray for you and love you <laughs> after this. Awesome. Put the ointment on. With the oil of joy for gladness. <laughs> so you're listening to Isaiah 61, the radio ministry of Spirit of the Lord Church, and we're talking about uh, right versus righteous. And I have on here as my guest today, uh, Joseph Sutton III, and. I didn't know your last name was Mingo. Cameron Mingo here visiting with me. We're going to take a break, and we'll come back after the break and talk about some ways that uh, just to apply some of these thoughts into your daily life. Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities, emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. Here's what you'll hear at the Fish Twin Cities. Chris August. Plum. Third day. Online or on your smartphone. TheFishTwinCities.com. Safe for the whole family. Uh, say I won't. Why y'all scared to be different? Uh, say I won't. Why y'all scared to be different? Oh, okay. uh, say I won't. We them outsiders. That's just how we live it. Say I won't. And I bet I will. Sound like you, man. <laughs> hey. Sounds sound like my kids when I ask them to clean their room. <laughs> say, say I, I won't. <laughs> Uh, hey, we're back here at Isaiah 61, Radio Ministry of Spirit of Lord Church. I'm Pastor Joe Sutton, and uh, I have on me my, my son, uh, Joseph Sutton III, and uh, his teammate, classmate, running buddy, Cameron Mingo. Uh, from, they're both from uh, University of Northwestern up the street. St. Paul. In St. Paul. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> uh, you say the football team's out here today? Yeah, they we all roam, they roaming around, but we are gonna meet together soon. Yeah, they got the football Northwestern football team out here. They start their season off against St. Ola, and you guys start practice. Yeah, we start practice September eighth, so that'll be next week Tuesday. They get ready for March, right? Yes, <laughs> and, and that's that's what I mean. And, you know, one of the last things I, I love sports uh, as as a backdrop of faith and in, in, in reaching people with faith because. You know, there's all, in sport, there's the right thing to do, and then there's also the righteous thing to do. You know, we, we always hear about people who uh, uh, play dirty, right? Yeah. They, 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 they taking steroids, they doing whatever, uh, they try to get there, they try to get that win. You know, they kick the ball up a little bit more to make mm-hmm. it happen. Mm-hmm. You know, you trip somebody. Or you trip somebody. <laughs> you know, or, or take air out of it, right? <laughs> Right, you know what I mean? And so there's always this battle between what's right and what's righteous. And, and the right thing is usually defined by the current moment, what society says, what's okay, what's what's there. You know, we, we go to McDonald's and we want our friend to hook us up with an extra extra burger and fry <laughs> when we go through the line, right? That's the right thing to do, ain't it? 
<laughs> Even though the Bible calls it stealing, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's not the righteous thing to do, no. you know what I mean? But And so we get caught between these decisions a lot of times. And as, 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 as Christians, as people who've given our life to the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, we, we're supposed to emulate him. What would Jesus do? That's how we, that's how we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how we play. I remember when I played. I played softball in Texas, and that was, like, vicious. It was, like, semi-pro. I couldn't take it. Dude. Those guys was cussing and fighting every game. But but I remember uh, the guys would always come to me and say, man, I like the way you play. You don't say nothing. Yeah, yeah, you let yeah. your bat do your talking. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And at the end of the game, they're popping beers, and, you know, and I'm popping Gatorade and root beer. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm inviting them over and praying with them. And, uh, and, I, and we use it as an outreach. You know, we had a, a pretty good team and uh, some guys who play pro, and we go out there, and that was our evangelism. We hit tournaments on the weekend and, mm-hmm. and whoop the start out of people and, and pray with them at the end of the day yeah. <laughs> and invite them to come. You know what I mean? But then there was times we got the snot whooped out of us. Yep. <laughs> and we still invited them over to pray with us and, and offered them, you know, pop and root beer and Gatorade or whatever we had and uh, and just to let them go. And and they, 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 they couldn't understand how we could take winning or losing in the same way. You yeah. know, we didn't mm-hmm. get upset. We didn't throw bats down. You know, we didn't make up cuss words. Uh, you know, we just went and did that. So, so you, it, it helps build character in you. And I think what we need to do is we need to be a living demonstration. The scripture says this: Go ye therefore and teach all nations. It says teach all nations. I, you know, we love to proclaim and we love to try to get people to make a decision for Christ. But one of the things that we're supposed to be doing is teaching folks. And if folks aren't acting right, whose fault is it? They haven't been taught. Yeah. And who's supposed to be teaching? Us. We're supposed to be teaching, yeah. right? And the, 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 the righteous thing for us to do is to teach people. The right thing for us to do is to mind our own business, mm-hmm. right? And so, and that's what we tend to do. We tend to mind our own business. And, and I'm not saying you intrude on people's lives. I'm not saying that you violate people's personal space. But you can't expect anyone to act a certain way if they haven't been taught. Yeah. You know what I mean? You had your first child. You got your child there. You never raised a child before. I realize I need to be taught. Right, I called my mom up. Uh, mama, help me. You know, granddaddy, help me. You know, somebody help me. Teach me how to raise this child. You know, mm-hmm. it, but if if I look at someone who's not handling that child properly, I can't judge them. You know, but what I can do is offer my services to teach them. Right. You know, or send them to someone who can teach them. And so you mentioned when we were coming over here about. Uh, mentorship program that you guys had. Does baseball have mentors too? Uh, yeah, you mentor younger guys coming in. Yeah. What, what are some of y'all responsibilities as mentors? Um, well, I actually do two type of mentoring with Northwest, and I do uh, multicultural mentoring um, for incoming students, and then I do the freshman football team mentoring. Um, and basically what we do is we just help them to feel comfortable. Um, a lot of them are really nervous about coming into college. It's a whole new setting, and we just walk them through um, just being a college student um, and also, you know, helping them strengthen their faith. So sometimes we'll have, like the other day, we hung out, we went to the mall, and then we chilled in one of their rooms and we just talked about you know life and being a christian and what that means um and it's just an easy way to like to ease you know younger freshmen into to being a christian college student because a lot of the times you see these movies and all this stuff and college is just wild and reckless and they come here and it's like it's never you know i mean most colleges are never like the movies and they don't understand that so being being able to realize like hey i'm a christian athlete or a christian student athlete and just how those flow together is kind of what our job is. And it's easy for us. You know, we've been in college for three, four years, so it's easy for us to flow and, and to understand that. 
Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And with baseball, we have accountability groups. We we have a program called accountability groups. So our coach usually have a senior uh, assigned to two different freshmen, and we usually and he usually give us the task of getting to know them better, like seeing where they're head at at the beginning of the season, just to see like how their faith is. And usually we do activities like we lift, we lift together, we we have dinner together. And, and we just share our different backgrounds and stories because we have a lot of, we have a lot of, at least this year, we have a diverse uh, baseball team this year because we got a guy from Dominican Republic. So, so that was pretty cool. And he's one of my uh, mentees. So that was pretty cool. So we're still in the moment of, the, in the beginning stage of getting to know each other. So that's what I really like about it. Yeah, I, I just want to wrap up with this. And just as you listen to this, is that we all need to be taught. I'm 56 years old, and I still have people in my life that, that mentor me and, and help lift me on the situations. And uh, and so I, teaching is a, a vital part, of, but relationships is the most important part of what we can do. We have to remember this, that Christianity is a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. It's not a go through the motions, bow, sit, kneel, read, pray. You know what I mean? It's personal. And we need to develop personal relationships. No one's going to grow in their faith with Christ unless we get personal with them and we have relationships. And my, my mentor once told me, if you're not discipling somebody, then you need to be discipled. But that, 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 that relationship needs to be going on between. So I want to encourage everybody out there listening to KKMS. Come on out and join us at the fair. Uh, I'll be live next Saturday. Uh, you can come out here, have a guest, you know, uh, throw cheese curds at one another, and we can do that. But most importantly, get into somebody's life, get involved, open up your door, and allow Jesus to shine through you. Amen.